0: If you love what you're listening to here, you are going to love our 21-day Magical Self-Care Challenge. This is more than just a challenge. It is a community, and it includes our Magical Self-Care course and two PDF books, the Magical Self-Care book and the Born Magic book. Both best sellers on their release date on Amazon, and we can't wait to get them into your hands. Join us for the 21 day magical self care challenge. And by the end of the class, you are going to have some new magical tools in your tool belt, and you are also going to feel supported, and you're going to have the steps to easily and efficiently bring self-care into your life as the foundation of your life so you don't have to seek it out every day because your whole life will be built on magical self-care. Check out the link to join us in the 21-day challenge and we can't wait to see you in there. Herbs and plants and trees, Uh, they are the magic available to all of us all the time. I think that herbs are, I would say, one of the more underutilized, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Actually, this is entirely opinion. (laughs) Possibly one of the more underutilized tools in a magical practice or a spiritual practice. And I think that's because they are more, they seem more overwhelming. Like, do you want to, can you can you eat it? Can you drink it? What, what's the right thing to do? Should you not use the herbs if you have an allergy or are on a certain medication? Where things like crystals and tarot, they don't run that same risk. <laughs> but plants are literally the things that are supporting our life. Like on earth, right? Trees and root systems and All of these beautiful herbs and flowers and plants, and they are very easy to access energetically, even if you aren't an herbalist using plants for teas and healing modalities and whatnot. So in today's episode of Expedition to Soul, we are continuing our witchery basics series by talking about herbs. If the word witch makes you feel full of power and excitement, if you love personal development but loathe boring love and light conversation, if a sexy combo of witchery and inner work piques your interest, you're in the right place. Welcome home, Magic Maker, and welcome to Expedition to Soul, the podcast brought to you by the Sisters Enchanted. All right, I love learning about plants. I can't tell you how many times I have sat down and said, this is the year I'm learning all the herbal things. Now, in my experience as a person who has a very, very full life and I have no, like I am not going to be an herbalist one day, blending herbs and giving healing recommendations to people. I have found that the best way to learn about herbs for my spiritual, my metaphysical, Oh, (laughs) I have technology going off my spiritual (laughs) metaphysical practice. My technology is not part of that. Anyway, actually that's a whole other episode because it could be, but herbs, I, my best, my favorite way to learn them has simply been by using them. So in, Whether it's manifestation or looking to bring some fire or calming energy to a conscious creation spell or for energetic uh, calming or something like calming my own energy or my children (laughs) or what do we need to warm our souls right now and open us up to love. Really just asking what do I need right now and then learning about different plants as I go has been the most helpful thing for me. Also being open to knowing that every person's energy and body reacts to literally everything differently. Uh, a great example of this is the plant chamomile, which many people will use for calming, but is actually a fire plant and in some people will not calm you, but will enhance your fire. And that is a a thing where you use like to treat like, um, but that doesn't always work too for everybody. So when it comes to learning about herbs for your magical practice, the first thing I would invite you to do is just relax. <laughs> um, you don't have to memorize everything, right? And Not everything works the same for everybody anyway, so trying to memorize every little bit, sort of like trying to memorize tarot, is really just going to stress you out. All right, so in the realm of metaphysical practices, that's the world of witchery, herbs do hold a very special place in that realm, though, because they're not just plants. Herbs have essences, energies, and they are messengers and facilitators of the earth's deep and beautiful And ancient wisdom. So, whether you are a person who's been working with herbs or you're really just curious and diving into this, understanding how you use herbs in your metaphysical practice, which is what we're here to talk about today, can really help you to enhance your spiritual journey and trust yourself. So, we're going to talk about a few ways to use herbs in a metaphysical practice which is perfect for all of us out there who are not going to be herbalists. And maybe we want to have herbal apothecaries for our own families, but we're not wanting to treat other people and aid them on their journey in that way, right? I love my home apothecary. I've got my mortar and pestle and I've got um, all my little jars, but that's for me and my family, right? And for my, my practice also, it's not for healing others. Okay. So the first way to easily use herbs in your practice is simply by making some bath salts. Uh, Herbs and bath salts are a beautiful way to cleanse your energy, your aura, sort of just like let everything go. Combining herbs with Epsom salts. I love to use Epsom salts. You could even do some sea salt in there. This combination of herbs and salts though is a powerful tool for releasing negative energies and inviting in positivity. And you can choose your herbs based specifically on what you're experiencing at any point in time. So for instance, lavender, you probably actually bought lavender salts maybe before or something lavender for a bath, like body wash or something like that. So lavender promotes relaxation and peace. Um, Rosemary aids in purification and protection. So you could pick your herb based on metaphysical properties, combine them with salts, and then make your bath salts. All you got to do is mix like some of your salts, literally some salts with a little bit of herbs together, stir them up or shake them around. Um, And put them in your bath as you're soaking in the bath, visualize the water drawing out any negativity and leaving you feeling refreshed and balanced if that's what you're doing it for. Also, you could pick um, like rose and salts if you wanted to ignite some love or some passion, you know, anything at all that you are looking for. So some cautions for you. Uh, Just be careful using essential oils, because they can burn your skin if you just put them in water. There's tons of conflicting information. Just be careful if you're using anything that's not an herb, but is like an oil or a very highly concentrated form of an herb in a liquid somehow, right? I, I love salts and I love plants together. Also be careful. Some plants will stain your bathtub. I had this experience with rose petals. They were food grade rose petals and they still stained my bathtub for months and months and months. So if that would bother you, be aware of that. All right. Another great way to use herbs in your metaphysical practice is in little sachets and you can use these for protection, for Motivation, for intention, for manifestation practices. Basically, what you're doing is creating a little pouch and you can sew it, and even the sewing becomes part of the work that you're doing here. Uh, And you can select different herbs that align with whatever it is that you're calling into being and stuff your sachet with the herbs. Uh, You can put even some cotton filler in it or some wool and then add the herbs to that if you don't want to make the whole thing full of herbs. But for one example, for protection, you could use black tourmaline and you could use um, like black tourmaline and some garden sage. The garden sage is really easy to grow at home. You could also put in some like cedar in there and some black tourmaline. So you can use your crystals and your herbs there. Um, You could do rose petals and jasmine if you wanted some love energy and you put it under your pillow or put it next to your bed at night, but keeping the little sachet on your person or like a little drawstring bag that you sew up is a beautiful way to connect with energy of herbs. If you don't want to consume the herbs, Uh, herbal essences and elixirs. So these are, I love working with uh, herb essences rather than essential oils. And the reason for that is because they have the energetic imprint of the plant without using so much of the plant matter. So they're a little more earth friendly and we get sort of the same impact that we would get in a metaphysical practice using an oil. Right. Because metaphysics, this is really about connecting with the energy of something else. And we can get that with the the plant essence rather than using an oil, which uses tons of plants and isn't as earth friendly to create. So to make an essence, all you got to do is have the herb that you want to work with um, and you can put it in some water or you could even put the plants around a vessel and you just want to leave it in the sunlight or the moonlight. And then you're going to strain and preserve the water with a little bit of apple cider vinegar or some alcohol or anything else that you'd use as a preservation kind of technique, and then put it in a little dropper bottle. So for example, if I wanted to work with the essence of rose, or maybe like what's the essence of sunflower, perhaps for abundance in the harvest season, Uh, you could take like a couple sunflower petals, or even just take a dish of water and put it in next to a sunflower or sunflower patch or some sunflower seeds. And you're essentially charging up the water putting the essence of the plant in the water. And then you are filtering it out if you put the petals right in the water, right? And then adding the apple cider vinegar or the alcohol to it so that it doesn't get moldy and musty over time. And then you just use some drops of the essence, the plant essence, and you can put it on your body. You could put it in um in like a beverage, you could put it on a surface or put it in lotions, whatever you want to do. But then that essence that you've created is carrying the unique vibration of the plant so that you can bring it into your metaphysical practice. So mint for invigorating, chamomile, as we talked about in the beginning for that calming, all different kinds of plant essences that you can work with. So Bath salts, sachets, essences, all super easy for anybody to do, What, no matter what your experience level is. Tea leaf reading is a great way to work with herbs. Um, tea leaf reading, I think half the battle there is learning to use just the right amount of herbs <laughs> and the right kind of cup so that you can actually get the leaves to stick in a way that you can read the symbols and images that are left behind. Other, once you get that down, you're simply looking and, you know, what pictures do you see? Are they facing you? Are they facing away from you? Are they near the handle, which is near your body? Are they far away from you? And then you dive into the signs and symbols. But tea leaf reading is a beautiful way to work with herbs as well. I've got a few more for you. Uh, You can use herbs to dress candles for rituals, which I love to do. One of my favorite ways to use herbs. It makes me feel so like this beautiful, like this big, powerful witch in the woods when I do this. And really what you're doing is taking little bits of plant or herbs and affixing them to a candle somehow. So I like to use melted wax to kind of melt over the herbs that I'm putting on, Uh, but you can. You know, whatever works for you. You could get some modeling beeswax and make it nice and um, like pliable in your hands and then stick it in there and then stick that onto a candle, uh, whatever works. But I just like to take my candle and then take another candle, melt some wax drippings on my original candle and press the herbs into it and then dress the candle in that way. And then you can also use the oils or essences that you've made that you've put the essence of the plant or herb into and dress the candle in that way as well. So for example, for a prosperity spell, you might want to use basil or cinnamon for healing eucalyptus or pine. Uh, And then like with the seasons of the year for the different festivals, I like to just go out in my backyard and see what little weed flowers are growing and then use those to celebrate the season. All right. And crystal grids. So You make crystal grids with crystals, but you can also use herbs to amplify the energy of the crystal grid. So you can sprinkle herbs around your grid at different points. Um, So, for example, a grid for self-love or uh, romantic love, you might want to use rose petals with your rose quartz. For protection, you might want to use your black tourmaline and then put in some of that garden sage into your... um, your crystal grid along with it you can turn to plants and herbs for intuitive messengers plants are messengers they have their own herbal energies if you're a person who loves to work with the energy of fairies that's a beautiful way to connect with the energy of herbs is through that sort of fairy energy and imagining what it would be like to live amongst the herbs and the plants so there are a ton of ways that you can use herbs in your magical practice. and You don't even need to go out and buy herbs to do this. Just go on a walk in a field or a park or the woods around you and see what kind of plants are in your area and connect with the energy of those plants. I, like I said at the beginning, I think it's one of the most underutilized tools. And I think it's because when we hear herbs, we think immediately of becoming an herbalist and using all the right plants. And what do you mix together? And what proportions? And how do we use a tea or something, a tonic to heal this ailment? And you certainly can do that. But using herbs for a spiritual metaphysical practice is very different from being an herbalist. And We can work with the energies of plants for support, for manifestation, for creation, and we don't have to go out and buy them all. We can just connect with the energy of the plants around us, Um, and that is a very beautiful way to practice an earth-based spirituality practice, too, is just by going outside and seeing what grows in your area because that is who you're sharing the land with right now is the energies of these plants. All right. Lots for you to think about when it comes to creating a practice that includes herbs. I hope you have some fresh ideas from today or maybe something that you've done before and just haven't thought of in a while. Tons of ways. If you are embarking on your self-care journey this year, working with herbs is a beautiful addition to that. So incorporating Um, different kinds of herbs into maybe a little grid on your kitchen countertop to remind you of the four pillars of self-care and what you're working on right now or putting it in your bath or putting a little um, like some plant essences on your vanity or wherever it is that you get ready for the day and then putting them on your body or in your lotion as that reminder kind of the declaration of what it is that you're working on in your life all beautiful ways to work with the plants and get support from that herbal energy. All right, this series Witching 101 is going on for all of January and February 2024 so we got more episodes coming up for you if you're listening to this in real time. I hope you are enjoying and getting a spark back in your practice if it's been a while and if you if you're curious that I am removing some of the barriers for you and making you feel more comfortable with the journey ahead. All right. Thank you for hanging out with me. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you love the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating or a review that helps us to get the word out about all we're doing here at the Sisters Enchanted. Thanks for being part of our community and we'll see you in the next episode.